it's welcome to a fistful of truth. I am your host, Delara Essengill, and this is my podcast. You can find a fistful of truth on anchor.fm, Spotify, Google podcasts, and Apple podcasts, and much more all listed on the anchor.fm portal. If you're looking for everything in one place, visit my new website, a fistful of features the latest podcast, blog posts, and much more all in one convenient location. You can check out the favorite part of what I do, which is writing my blog at delaraessengill.blog, delaraessengill.blog. You can research a bunch of different topics there. I have been posting more articles lately as I've been getting requests from patriots like yourselves, listeners like yourselves who have said, Delara, write some more articles. And I'm taking the time to do that, folks. So I want to thank the 46,643 followers Please, kindly, if you don't mind, scroll down to the front page of the blog at delaraessengill.blog and enter your email address. Enter your email address, and that allows me to stay in touch with you. You only get updates, and I'm sorry, sometimes I do update some posts, um, and you guys get notifications, but you can change your notifications, um, and you only get notified when there's a new update or blog post. The blog is almost at a million hits. A million hits. We're going to celebrate when that happens. I've been at this for some time. I started in, I started in February of 2013 writing because I was here in Hollywood. Man, there was so much I wanted to say. And thank God for Donald J. Trump, who uh, took to running for office in 2016, won both elections. As we're going to find out, the world is going to find out. The world is watching and they're going to find out. A lot of people are going to be having to face the facts soon. And California, ladies and gentlemen, 38 million votes. That's why POTUS uses that number a lot. 38. 38 million votes in California will indeed be revealed to be the election fraud that these people have indeed committed in, in conjunction with other crimes. So Stay tuned for that information because California will indeed be the revival state. And I have some more coming up about that uh, later this week and next week. But also, um, I just wanted to thank everybody who shares this podcast, shares the articles that I write. The latest one is called, Is Telegram the Real EBS? If you haven't checked that out, I have a podcast from last night, uh, episode from Fistful of Truth, which is called, Is Telegram the Real EBS? on my show called You Heard It Here First, my original show called You Heard It Here First. And there's an article that accompanies that. So you can check that out and listen to it. So far, so good. No speeding up and no slowing down. So I've taken to doing this into in increments. So instead of like, you know, you guys get an intro, then you get the actual show, then you get a little outro and a little music, and then you get to go to sleep. But in the meantime, what I'm doing is doing this in little increments. I'm doing it in like 10 minute, 15 minute increments, because that allows me to check to see if Mr. NSA is messing with my podcast or whoever's messing with it at this point. And I've kind of figured out why they're messing with it. They don't want us saying everything. And I've been using my discernment and my discretion And I think I've kind of figured out what they don't want and what they do want. And yeah, you know, they are controlling this narrative. And I, for one, don't like being controlled. Who does? However, at the same time, we've got the masses to deal with. This isn't just about you and I, you, the listener, me speaking here. We've got a world to deal with, folks. And it's very hard to digest that we have to wait for... Uh, these people to see what's going on because sometimes it feels completely hopeless 
And I thank God for POTUS. I thank God for Donald J. Trump for getting um, up there at the rallies and giving us these this information that some of us can hear, some of us can't. I'll try to go over most of it. I'm not going to go over all of it. So there you go. There you go, guys. If anybody's listening to this in the back end, which I know they are, um, don't worry because I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it to what I think is relevant. And I think that's very important. And I want to thank God also for Linwood. God bless you, Mr. Linwood. You are doing an amazing job. And, you know, for a while, we all felt really lost when the purge happened, uh, January 6th, when the big tech purge happened. You know, I go over this a lot in my podcast intros, outros, wherever I am, I go over this. It felt lonely out there. We didn't know what to do. We were all scrambling. And finally, I mean, for a long time, it felt lonely. And there was a reason for that. There was a reason for that. They needed that time to conduct what kind of operations and plans they've got going on. And part of it was to pen up and round up the bad guys. And not just the bad guys at the top, the bad guys at the very bottom, the bottom feeders. Yes, they're all part of the same shit show and they're all headed to the same destiny and destination and goodbye. So I want to thank, I want to thank God for Linwood. I, I pray for him every day. I pray for POTUS every day and I pray for everybody who's involved in this movement um, that is pure of heart for blessed are the pure of heart for they shall know God and thank you God and thank you Jesus Christ our Lord. I wanted to um, say all that before I started tonight's podcast and tonight is Saturday night. Normally it's a rant here on a fistful of truth and really quick before we go into what's going on tonight it is SNS Saturday night special it is a POTUS decode and I wanted to let you guys know in case you didn't tune in last night or tune in a few nights before that the podcast uh, has not been happening regularly this last like seven or eight days because there's been a lot of censorship it was impossible for me to get anything up and I think I figured out how it is that I'm able to get these up now Um, not just the increments, you'll be hearing some breaks in this podcast and some like nice uh, music in the interim. And then you'll be hearing the next part of the podcast. That's so that I can hear and check to see if the um, audio is doing okay, because it's out of my control. Once I record it and upload it, I just need to make sure that it's not being sped up and slowed down. But also I was unable to actually put anything up that was worthy of listening because I couldn't, um, I couldn't understand what was going on. And I do, I do now know and understand on a deeper level what was going on. And the narrative does need to be controlled on some level, not on my level. I am just a humble servant here trying to make sense of all of this with the rest of you, which is why I'm doing this for absolutely free. Um, and for our one purpose, which is true freedom, because none of us are free until all of us are free indeed. So if you are missing some podcasts, that's because I did not, um, I was not able to record them. In fact, I recorded some of them and then I just couldn't play them and I couldn't hear them myself because they were sped up and slowed down. So just so you know, if you didn't hear last night's podcast, that's what was going on. However, I pretty much figured out a way around it. And just in case there's backup, you can hear the podcast on the blog if it gets tampered with. But for now, it will be available on the regular platforms listed. All the public platforms that are listed on the anchor.fm portal is where you can hear a fistful of truth. Occasionally, I also upload it to Rumble, but my podcast uh, format is audio, and I like to keep it on my podcast um, platform, which is all going through uh, Anchor and Spotify. Spotify. So in the meantime, 
I want to tell you guys, uh, thank you again for getting the word out, making sure that these podcasts and blog posts are shared because I can't do it myself since I'm on basically absolutely no social media except for true social because I'm not brand safe. Oh no, my content is not brand safe. Make sure it's brand safe so that, uh, you know, it's not controversial. Well, controversy is my middle name and truth is the only thing I'm after. And I'm sorry, but if the truth, you know, who was it that said, if the truth is going to kill them, let them die. Well, we don't want anybody to do to die, but we want people to get shaken, and wake and waken the F up because we're tired of waiting. And the only thing that the only way, the only way that we're going to be free, the only way we're going to be free is exactly how Jesus Christ told us is to spread and speak the truth. So tonight, tonight, we were supposed to hear Hoda speak today in Arizona. There was a cancellation. You guys know about the whole uh, Ivana Trump uh, passing away, which has a lot of questions around it. We're not going to go into that tonight. But uh, instead of the POTUS rally that happened, was supposed to happen today, there was a POTUS rally that happened last week in Anchorage, Alaska on the 9th of July. And I was trying to put up a, a podcast with this, a decode, but you just got the whole spiel of why it did not go up. So Snackin' On and I are here tonight, and we are going to be going over the Alaska Anchorage POTUS rally that took place on uh, July 9th. Uh, 2022 and today is July 16th 2022 so we're a week out uh, that this was a week ago but you're getting the decode this evening so thank you for staying uh, staying tuned and thank you for being patient with this decode I will be posting an article as well sometime this weekend or sometime by Monday or so and uh, we will be looking at possibly some of the things we discuss in this decode you will be able to see them like I do for the rest of these uh, podcasts, which have other content on the blog article that I post. So you can look for that too in the podcast description. All right, enough of the intro. Welcome to A Fistful of Truth Saturday Night Special, a POTUS Rally Decode for the 9th of July in Anchorage, Alaska. Welcome, snacking on. Welcome to, What's going on? Welcome to A Fistful of Truth. You want one? You know, actually, I'm going to steal one from you this evening because... They are good, aren't last they? Last time you were eating these, I didn't get to have one because you had the whole bag. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> They're very good. Okay. Oh, my God. These are amazing. Yeah. What, what are these? I have rice nuggets or something. You're hooked on these mochi... Yeah. Mochi rice nuggets, folks. The crispy, crunchy mochi rice nuggets that has nothing to do with the show. We're just, I'm stealing snacking on snacks tonight. <laughs> How you doing? No, my mouth is full. You have to talk. <laughs> so what's been going on? I heard uh, Alaska, huh? Trump in Alaska. Why don't, this is now your show. I can, you can interview me and I will eat all your snacks. <laughs> my turn. He, um, yeah, he was in Anchorage, Alaska. And, um. Yeah, sorry about the times <clears throat> we tried to see now that now I need some of your the drink you just finished. <laughs> um, you know, we tried to record this before and we've been having trouble and the audience already knows all this. So we're not going to go into it again. So thank you for thank you for your persistence and your patience and coming back here to do this. This is our third take. 
So we are successful this evening, hopefully. Um, he was in Anchorage. Yeah, he yeah, was he, in Anchorage, Alaska. He came out great, same pace, looked great. It was him. And um, while he was, uh, while the, the song was uh, playing. Um, Here, I'm going to move this over a little bit so that you are closer to this mic. Okay, there we go. So, yes, it was the real POTUS. And um, he, he was in Anchorage, Alaska. I believe it was 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time last week on the 9th. And um, it was pretty packed. I mean, it, it looked pretty packed. It seemed like there was a lot of people at this thing, right? Yes, and he said that there was a lot outside as well. And um, he, said, he said something which was interesting. He said, you see some things you don't see in normal places. Mm-hmm. So we'll go into all of that tonight. Yeah, he said, I, I saw some things that I don't see in normal places. I tell you, and this is not a normal place. No, it's not. Uh, there's a lot of history about Alaska, which we're not going to go into. The listeners can go ahead and look that all up on their own. I was reading about Alaska, the acquisition of Alaska, and all sorts of different things about Alaska. But we're going to stick to what POTUS said tonight because these these uh, decodes tend to get drawn out if we go get too sidetracked. So uh, you and I talked about some very interesting points. We were, you know, it's so exciting because then we we take notes, we watch these things, and then we're like, oh my God, is this what he really meant? <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff in this one. Um, it was a little different than the other ones, right? Yes. Um, he talked about Sarah Palin. He talked about Sarah Palin in the beginning. And he said that Sarah was, he used this phrase twice in the, de- in the, um, in the speech, mm-hmm. hot as a pistol. Hot as a pistol. And I think that's going to be important. In fact, um, I need a different colored pen. So if you want to go on, I'm going to try to find a different color. Yes, she said uh, Sarah Sarah was as hot as a pistol. Everybody wanted her. And um, I think like right before that, uh, he was talking about uh, how you we need to get Kelly, Kelly Chewbacca in and... Uh, he was talking about uh, the opponent, Murkowski. She is the worst. I rate her number one bad, and we have a couple of bad ones, but she is by far the worst. That is Lisa Murkowski. Talk about a slithering, lizardish, weird-looking person, man. Yeah. We had. I looked her up when he was talking, and I was like, damn, this not looking good. We have some things to say about her later, or, or it. Um <laughs> Let's go to uh, the five. He talked about the five worst presidents. He said, if you mix them all up, he didn't say who. I know he likes to point out Jimmy Carter, but I think we can look at the last however many years uh, after Ronald Reagan and uh, maybe even previous to that. I think there's been a lot of bad people, honestly, but um, we're not going to go into all of them. He said, if you mix them all up and put them together, it's not worse than Joe Biden. And he went off on the U.S. Supreme Court. He talked about four different rulings that came down. The first regarding um, guns. We know about the 2A that's been going on. That discussion is going to be coming up here on A Fistful of Truth with one of my favorite people who's an expert on the 2A. We're going to be talking about our Second Amendment rights. So stay tuned for a new show coming up on A Fistful of Truth. Shameless plug. I'll keep going. Number two, religious liberties. Religious liberties. There was actually a ruling in California, I'll go over it on Monday Matters, about religious liberties. A, I think it was San Diego. Somebody sued 
um, somebody sued for religious liberties during the COVID shutdowns, and they won wow. recently. I just read that uh, ruling the other day. The third was about the environment, and the fourth was about Roe versus Wade. But we're not going to go into those. Those are the four uh, U.S. Supreme Court rulings that POTUS ran down real quick, and he went straight into that $1.87 gas, which we've gone over quite a few times. There's more to that than meets the eye, but we're going to keep some of the things um, moving along on this podcast because I think that's where we are getting censored. And it's more important to get the message out. So guys, the $1.87 in gas is not just about one eight seven. Um, there's more to it. So just look it up, figure it out. And there's a lot of different things that I'm going to not censor myself on, but try to stick to what is important. And we're just going to run down the rest of this uh, POTUS. Speech. Yeah, he just said that, and they have it at five, six, seven, eight dollars a gallon, and it's going higher. So that number one eight, he went to one eighth of an inch over the next three hundred years. In the um, he segued into the oceans rising, the eighth of an inch. He always talks about the eighth of an inch, and that's going to be important too. If you guys look at the last uh, POTUS rally decode that Snackanon and I did, it's on my blog the double decode, it talks and lists the U.S. Um, codes, the United States code, the laws, the statutes that POTUS, I believe, is referring to. One-eighth is one and eight. Eighteen USC is often referred to. You can reference this on the blog at delaraessengill.blog. Just look up the last article regarding, and I'll reference it in the latest article that I post. So sorry for all this verbiage, but it's better than having to repeat ourselves so people that are listening in the audience can just go reference it on the blog themselves. So that number one eight is important. Um, one eighth of an inch over the next 300 years. A lot of people think that there's going to be massive floods and things are going to fall into the ocean. Guys, POTUS just bought up the most expensive property in Palos Verdes, Southern California. The Trump International Golf Course is absolutely gorgeous down here. Um, I haven't visited it's right yet. on the shore. It's right on the shore. It's in Palos Verdes. It's beautiful. It's one of the nicest places on the Southern California coast, way nicer in my opinion than San Diego. Um, and you know, I'm from NorCal, but the nicest spot I believe is Malibu area on the coast and Palos Verdes. So those two areas, if POTUS is buying up Palos Verdes, guys, <laughs> hint, California is going to be the revival state. And that number 38 that he mentions a lot, it's going to be really important. So let's keep going. Go ahead. <clears throat> Sorry. So he um, he talked about the misery index then? Uh, he did. He Right after he mentioned uh, beachfront property, which is what he just purchased, mm -hmm. um, he said, we're going to have rising sea levels. Um, he talked about, hold on. I'm just looking at a couple of things here. Uh, I have something to mention before that. Are oh, you, that's are right. Are you at this Correct. yet? Yes. Did you, did you skip over this? Yes. Okay. Before we get to misery index real quick, he, he went over um, how Biden has created the worst inflation. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he used, we both got this number, $6,759 a year is the inflation that he quoted for Biden. He said it's the worst inflation Ever. Okay. Now, here we go. Uh, let's see, where are we? The five. I, I have to look through my screen here, folks, because I'm basically got a bunch of tabs open. So here it is. 
6,759, right? Well, 15 USC 6,6759. Guess what this section is, folks? Presidential oversight. Presidential oversight. <laughs> Laws in effect on July 16, 2022. I'm looking at this right now. Today's date. Title 15, Commerce and Trade. Now, this is under USC, again, United States Code, Section uh, 6759, the same number he quoted for inflation. Under Biden, what does it talk about? Commerce and Trade, Chapter 93, Insurance, and Subchapter 3, National Association of Registered Agents and Brokers. So Commerce and Trade, you guys know what that is, insurance, here it is, Section 6759, Presidential Oversight. If the president, this is Section A, if the president determines that the association is acting in the manner contrary to the interests of the public or the purposes of this subchapter or has failed to perform its duties under this subchapter, the president may remove the entire existing board for the remainder of the term to which the board members were appointed and appoint in accordance with section 6754, be interesting if he mentions that number, mm -hmm. of this title with the advice and consent of the Senate in accordance with the procedures established under Senate Resolution 116. Where do we hear that? Oh. 116th of a second when he talks about the swimming, the swimming. thing. Right, of the, um, of the Congress. So basically, guys, I really think that some of these numbers that POTUS is mentioning, not all of them, are having to do with these United States codes. Uh, you can look this up on your own, but we're going to keep uh, moving along. So let's go. The misery index. You got mm -hmm. that next. What did he talk about with the misery index? Let's close this out. Uh, the misery index was uh, soaring to heights we've never seen before. And so just uh, um, the misery index. You want to just tell the audience what the misery sure, index yeah, is? Sure. Yeah, real quick. The misery index is an economic indicator created by economist Arthur Okun. The index helps determining how the average citizen is doing economically, and it is calculated by adding the seasonal adjusted unemployment rate to the annual inflation rate. So he mentioned this uh, misery index. Right before that, he mentioned some numbers, too. He was talking about energy, 164 million, 50 years, 7 million. He likes to just rattle off all these numbers. Um, and he said, there's 4 million that are not working. Well, there I am. I'm number three, you know, what is it? 3,999,999 <laughs> other people besides me. Um, the misery index. So he did, he did uh, mention a bunch of numbers with that. Uh -huh. Maybe we can discuss that after this. So we can maybe figure out for the uh, blog post, what we want to um, maybe highlight in, in these sure. numbers, because we could be here forever going over this. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing he went into was Space Force. He went into Space Force real quick before he talked about the military that you have noted there. Um, he went into Space Force and he talked about nuclear capability of Space Force. And what did he say next? Uh, the, much of the military in Alaska? Yes. Yeah. He said, much of the military is in Alaska. That's huge, folks. Now, what is Alaska close to? Well, Alaska is just a hop, skip, and away for Space Force. Everything's a hop, skip, and away uh, for, to, um, to China. 
to China, the Ukraine, China, C-H-Y-N-A. And he, um, before he went into Abdul, which is important because the, the order in which POTUS speaks and the things that he says are um, indeed to be noted. I want to talk really quickly about Alaska here. And I want to talk about, let's close this out and see where we're at. Cause we're going to have to uh, take a, not a break, but we're just going to do this in segments so that we can make sure it's being recorded properly. Uh, we, I want to talk about Alaska and HARP, H-A-A-R-P. HARP stands for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. And um, if, you, if you haven't heard about HARP, I'm sure a lot of you guys already are familiar with it. But basically, HARP is a scientific endeavor aimed at studying the properties and behavior of the ionosphere. Now, that's what it's on the books. And it's located in Alaska. Now, our fav favorite agency is saying this, NASA. The ionosphere stretches roughly, now this is probably not totally true, but 50 to 400 miles above Earth's surface, right at the edge of space. Now, I don't buy this, but I'm just going to read it. Along with the neutral upper atmosphere, the ionosphere forms the boundary between Earth's lower atmosphere, where we live and breathe in the vacuum of space. Okay, now, operation of the research facility, HARP, was transferred from the United States Air Force to the University of Alaska Fairbanks on August 11th, 2015, allowing HARP to continue with the exploration of ionospheric phenomenology via land use cooperative research, blah, blah, blah. Um, here's what I want to highlight to the public. A book called Angels Don't Play This Harp. I own this book. I read this book. It's an excellent book. I think it's out of print. Um, you can probably find a used copy of it. But here's the gist of this book. It's by Nick um, Bagich. I hope I'm saying his last name right. And it was it's an older book. And basically, Angels Don't Play This Harp advances in Tesla technology. And I think there was a very important reason why POTUS was up there. And he's telling us that our military has been bought there. He said, our military, we bought it to Alaska. He said, much of the military is in Alaska. The book, Angels Don't Play This Harp, is about the U.S. government, how it has a new ground base. And this was written in 95. Um, the U.S. government has a new ground-based Star Wars weapon, which is being tested in the remote bush country of Alaska. This new system, HARP, uh, manipulates the environment, which can disrupt human mental processes, jam all global communication systems, change weather patterns over large areas, and much, much more. Um, it, it's the electrojet, this electrojet in, uh, in HARP um, is supposed to become like this ar vibrating artificial antenna for sending electromagnetic EMF radiation raining down to earth. And the U.S. military um, is part of what was part of this, this program. But of course, now we know that we are in, White Hats are in control. Now, it's very important that POTUS mentioned the military being there. And um, if you check out this book, Angels Don't Play This Harp, Advances in Tesla Technology, we could go on and on about this forever because we all know about the Tesla connection to uh, POTUS, to Donald Trump and his uncle, John, who had taken uh, before the cabal could go in before the bad guys could go in, you know, and take the the papers of Tesla, his uncle, John, I have some excerpts of this video on my blog somewhere. You can look for it on the blog. That's right. He grabbed them. Grabbed them. Yeah. 
So um, this is very important stuff, folks. And right now is a good time for us to take a little break. Um, we're going to come right back and you can continue listening to this decode. Okay, so here we are. We're continuing on with the the harp. So there's a lot of controversy around what's going on with harp. It was obviously in the control of the wrong hands, and it can be used to cause all sorts of problems. So you have some notes where he goes from the military, which we just discussed with um, harp in Alaska, to Abdul. In Afghanistan. Yes. Abdul. Don't do it, Abdul. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it, Abdul. He says he talked to Abdul on the phone, the head of the Taliban. He always talks about Abdul and how he showed him a picture of his house. Um, he said he was killing a lot of people. He talked about snipers. And he said basically uh, much tougher when he was talking about Abdul, much tougher than that. But I don't want to do it now. I'm not in the mood to do it now because every time I think of this subject, he gets sick to your stomach. He said he gets sick to your stomach. Yes. He didn't say, I get sick to my stomach. No. He gets sick to your stomach. Correct. And then yesterday or the day before in the last 48 hours at some point, Linwood on Telegram takes Buck Nasty out to Chinese food and Buck gets sick to his stomach. Oh, so, you know, there's there's this uh, there's a sting going on in this operation, as he posts often. The sting, uh, Lynn posts. Perhaps there's some relation to this sick to your stomach that POTUS is uh, you highlighted there. Correct. Yeah, just it was a little bit off. It was a little bit off because yeah. he normally doesn't talk about that. We've been talking about Abdul forever. It's always the house, and um, then we had Buck pointing and also and hoping hoping. Buck actually is feeling better. So God bless, God bless Buck Nasty too. He's awesome. Um, but I think Lynn and Buck and POTUS are pointing to perhaps the, um, the uh, harp technology and the stomach illness and the stomach bug that seem to be going around. And I think that's what they're alluding to. I, I think see. that's what's going on. I see. There might be more to that too, but you know, that's up to the audience to go research and find out. Um, he did talk about right after that. So thank you for bringing that up. That's a great sure. point, by the way. Mm -hmm. I didn't catch that. I got I got something different out of that. And when you brought that up, I started thinking about the Linwood Buck Nasty situation going on. And yeah. um, I think they're pointing to something. Mm -hmm. And I think that there is something in the air, as POTUS was talking about how there was dirty air. Remember how we went over that? Yes. Dirty air from China, mm -hmm. Russia, Japan. And India, those four countries, he went over that in a past uh, speech. So anyway, moving on, he went on to talk about the Taliban, how in 18 months he, while he was president, we didn't lose one soldier. And then we lost 13 soldiers and we left behind $85 billion uh, in equipment. And he said how horrible it was that they don't talk about these soldiers with arms and legs that are missing and wounded. Mm -hmm. This is huge. Because the missing arms and legs uh, comment that POTUS makes every time, I believe, is to counteract, and I, you know, please don't take this the wrong way, audience, but to counteract these medbed whores, okay, that are waiting to get into these medbeds, 
med beds aren't coming around the corner, first of all, but there is technology to help people grow their limbs back. All right. Yeah. And he's keeps mentioning these soldiers are veterans. God bless them. And the people who sacrificed their lives, some aren't here with us, but the ones that are here that are missing appendages, they need to be first in line, front of the line, front of the line, front of the line. I'm going to say that again, to, to get these technologies and to get these benefits of whatever medical uh, science and technology is ready to help us with as a human society. And I think POTUS is, is seeding us mm -hmm. so that when the technology is indeed released, we will have heard this over and over and over again. I mentioned on Monday Matters that I had a professor that would repeat things 16 times in class. And I would always say, why are you repeating this all the time? We know it. He goes, because the 17th time it becomes a habit ingrained in your brain. And I think POTUS is just putting these things in our periphery, getting us used to what's coming. Every rally. He's, Every rally. He's, he's saying, saying the same things. Same thing. Yes. But it, sometimes there's a little differences. So you want to talk about that next? Uh, well, the, I mean, when he was there, the, they are the largest arms dealer in the world. Yeah. And um, the numbers that he uses with the vehicles and, and the equipment. Very stuff, interesting. He said 71,000 trucks and vehicles, 70,000 bicycles, 70,000 armor plated. And then he goes back to 70,000 trucks and vehicles. And then he says 700,000 rifles, binoculars, and night vision goggles. A lot of people have been guessing at these numbers, and I haven't found any corresponding code to it yet. And I think we're going to find out their significance as time goes by. So instead of, uh, you know, maybe there's somebody out there who may think they know, and I'm, I encourage people to go ahead and leave a comment on the blog. If you have any comments to add to this, we will share them next time we, we speak and all do credit to the Anons who do speak up. But... I think there's a lot of stuff to be that's going to unfold. And he yes. does repeat these. You caught something, though. The first time he said 71,000 trucks and vehicles. And then he down the list, yeah. he repeats it again, but it says 70,000. 70. Nothing is a mistake when POTUS is speaking. It's very important to note everything's intentional. So yes. keep that noted. We're going to be talking again about these things. I'm sure he's going to say it again. Uh, he did talk about illegal aliens, aliens. He talks about that. All. We got them out. Then he goes to Mexico. So, you know, maybe he's space force. I mean, he's talking about all these different topics, 28,000 soldiers in Mexico. Um, and then he went straight into Wisconsin, by the way. Now here's something important. He, when he talks about numbers and he goes into a different topic, there's usually a relation mm -hmm. most of the time. 28,000 soldiers in Mexico. He talks about that all the time. Yes. Then he went straight into Wisconsin about the uh, ballot drop boxes. The Supreme Court, correct? No. Uh, the, yeah. Yes, yes. But he talked about, yeah, the Supreme Court, yes, in Wisconsin, how they ruled out uh, ballot drop boxes and they made them illegal. Illegal, yes. Um, but he talked about 28,000 soldiers. Here's what I think. Mm -hmm. We know that the Arizona rally is where they started the election fraud investigation. I mean, the Arizona, the Arizona in Arizona state. We also know that they are looking into voting in Wisconsin. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Pennsylvania and another state. There's another state. I believe it might be Georgia. I forget what state, but there's going to be some states that are going to go first, like Arizona, Wisconsin. There's election fraud everywhere. It's everywhere, but they're going to use Arizona. Obviously it's going on forever. Um, Arizona, Wisconsin, now, the 28, 
thousand soldiers. I believe the 28th, 28 is going to become an important number in Wisconsin for the voting fraud. I see. Because he does this with California. 38, he talks about all the time when he does the, uh, what is that? The um, the Olympics, the 38 seconds or 38 the 38, seconds. When the, the, the running or something. He talks about a lot of different, no women, no men and women sports, right? Yes. And then they'll talk about 38 seconds or 38 something. And then 38 million votes is what I heard is missing in California. Ah. And that if California is missing 38 million votes for POTUS, it's over, folks. It's done. It's finished. <laughs> you know, it's funny. He said, uh, I won't bring it up right now, but um, you can. in the speech. Yeah, go ahead. Basically, he's um, uh, he was talking about how uh, they every state it was here it is the mag mega movement the greatest movement ever we won all of them yes. we won all of them we won every one of them nobody has seen anything like it we won every one of them all all fifty plus the islands you don't know about the islands but the islands too. <laughs> That was towards the end of the speech, but it. I'm so glad relevant. you brought that up right yes. now because he did win all of them. Yes. He won all 50 states. Yes. Plus the islands. Wait, you know, POTUS does things big. Trump does things big. Trump does not lose. Trump wins. Mm -hmm. We win with Trump. We make America great again with Donald Trump. And that's why we're all holding the line this long because we know what's coming. <laughs> we know. We, the people, know what's coming. <laughs> Um, thank you for that. Sure. 28. Yep. Uh -huh. uh, I want to go into, I want to go into unlock boxes. You guys, this is just amazing. This man is such a genius that I feel like a total idiot when I'm listening to him because he's so far ahead of all of us. And just to be able to grasp like one little thing that he's saying, it makes you feel so proud to have him up there talking to us. I feel so proud when I see Donald J. Trump up on oh, the podium. Yes. yes. I feel like this it's refreshing. It is. I feel like this sensation in my spine. I feel proud to be an American. Absolutely. I feel like this sense of country of God. And I just feel this incredible patriotism. Very that exciting. Runs. Yeah. We, we all feel this. Yes. So here we go, folks. Check this out. So he doesn't like ballot trap boxes. No, he no. doesn't like them. Oh. But, but wait, but wait, but wait, he it's says, new name. you know what? I'm, yes. He says a new name. He says, you know what? You know what? I'm going to call them unlock boxes oh unlock boxes and i'm like that's kind of weird i like it when he says things kind of weird because uh -huh. i stop and go huh what does that mean well we looked this up tonight <laughs> let me find it let me find it let me find it here we go <laughs> what is a phone unlock box i know he's talking about elections but he's giving us a hint what is a phone unlock box? <laughs> Here's an answer. Uh, this is from a forum. Uh, I believe a for, uh, an unlock box for a phone, obviously, this is for a phone. Now he's making, he's making a reference to phones here, is referring to the black boxes that are used to hack <laughs> the software in mobile phones and unlock them. Most cell phones are sold with proprietary software that enables them to only be used by the carrier that sells them. Once a phone has been unlocked, it can be used on any compatible network. Now, this is like unlocking your phone. 
But basically, what this allows them to do is, uh -huh. you know how we hear they have it all? Yes. Unlock box, basically. <laughs> they have it all. He's basically telling, telling anybody who's doing anything wrong and everything right, doesn't matter who you are, these they have it all. They have unlocked all the comms. That's why he's calling it unlock boxes. In my opinion, I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but I think he's referring to this. Uh huh. And it's hilarious because he just throws it in there and then he goes on. All right, sure. Let's yes. go on. Let's go on. Yes. Unlock boxes, folks. <laughs> they have it all. There's no escape. All right. Then he quoted Stalin. <laughs> oh. But I liked it because he's like, I'm not going to say who it was because they're going to jump all over me. But it's not who vote. It's not who votes that counts. It's who counts the vote. And then Biden said, the struggle's no longer just who gets to vote. It's about who gets to count the vote. I mean, look at this guy, dude. Wow. I mean, there's just you could go on and on about him. But anyway, um, what do you have next? Because I've got the 74 year old in Florida. Uh, the the crime waves. Uh, yeah, the crime. Be ending uh, the nightmare on the border. I mean, they just saying like how just giving gruesome stories about why the border needs to be uh, sealed. And um, I think that was really important about the 70 or 74 year old in Florida, the poor old woman who was uh, an illegal alien, came in, um, uh, stole her money. Buried her buried in a shallow, shallow grave. grave. Now that's very important when he said shallow grave. Okay. And they didn't know where she was. They said, but she's there. She's not there. No, they found her in a shallow grave. Those were his exact words. Yes. What the heck? I mean, look at what he said again. Let's just read it again. But she is there. She is not there. No, they found her in a shallow grave. Yeah. That's very important because I think that's alluding to uh, what's, these terrible crimes against humanity and what they found in all these shallow graves. And I don't want to go into too much dark stuff tonight, but I think it's really important because Florida is a very infested state um, where there's a lot of problems. I know DeSantis is actually a problem. A lot of people that are listening to this may not know. Uh, I'm not a fan of him. I think the guy is bad news and he's being, he's being pointed out. DeSantis is being, I think he's another bad player folks. Sorry to burst your bubble, but, I think we're looking at another another Mattis type type here. Um, Chicago, although we never know until the credits roll until the end of the show. Mm -hmm. Talked about Chicago, your favorite city. Uh, <laughs> what a what a what a lovely city! What a lovely mayor they have. Oh, Chicago, yeah. Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I always get really quiet when people say her name or its name. The uh, that thing. Parasitic daywalker. My God. Mm -hmm. I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> it gets worse every week. I don't even know. Like it, it just looks like it doesn't look human. No, no. You ever, you ever seen Chud? Uh, yeah, the New York movie yeah. uh, from the eighties. Cannibalistic humanoid underground, underground dweller. dweller. That's Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, yeah. So Chicago uh, executions. He talked about uh, Richmond illegal aliens, and he talked. He right when he went into the Fourth of July. He, False flag. Yeah, he just said the two illegals were arrested for a mass shooting for July 4th. They stopped that one, but mm -hmm. then the 4th of July in uh, Chicago. What I really like is how he always goes to our police officers, because I worked with police departments for a very long time. 
and I have a lot of retired and active LEO friends still. Um, and he wants to hire more police officers because a lot of police officers I know have just had it. You know, they've just had it yeah, because they can't, they can't do their job. He said, uh, I met some of your police officers backstage. Oh, that was interesting. They are the best looking human beings. <laughs> I hate to say it. They look like movie stars. They look like Tom Cruise, but only better. Well, he mentioned Tom Cruise for a reason, because we know that Tom Cruise, Mr. CEO of Umbrella Corporation, the space corporation that they have going on, this, this uh, underground space corporation for their sick and twisted uh, ah. pe pedo, pedo wood practices. Um, I think POTUS is talking about how these people might be actors. Sure. This is a movie. Yes. And I think they put people in front of him all the time and pre that, that pretend to be cops, pretend to be this, pretend. They're trying to fool POTUS. Good luck. Good luck trying to fool POTUS. You know, it's so funny. <laughs> Their egos are so big. They think they're fooling POTUS. And POTUS just sits there and smiles at them and pretends like he's just playing along with it. But he sees right through it. And then in the rallies, he tells us, these people are so good looking. They belong in Hollywood. He says stuff like this all the time because he's telling us that there's a lot of actors on both sides. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. Not just on our side, the good side, but the bad guys have got their whole, you know, that whole post I left with Charlie Sheen and Alex Jones on my Telegram channel. Vatican assassins. These people are all CIA. These people are all actors. Hollywood is infested. It's the third arm of the CIA. John D'Souza goes over it in uh, a thousand pieces. If you haven't seen that movie, please watch it. A thousand pieces. Type it into my, my blog. You'll find it. There's a, a promo code that John gave us that you can use to watch that movie. It's very important that you understand that Hollywood is the third arm of the CIA. That's what POTUS is pointing to. Mm -hmm. That's what I believe he's pointing to. Putting fake cops in front of him and shit. Seriously. Come on now. <laughs> Uh, 141 countries illegally here. Uh, other rallies, he's always said 129. But so, oh, you noticed this? Yes. And now it's 141. Now it's 141. Well, I got to note that down because that's going to be significant. Yeah. That's going to be significant. In fact, I think he always said it was 129 countries. And this yeah, time I always it was heard 100, that. 141. So what, what does that mean? Do we know yet? No. We're not going to guess. We'll let other people uh, chime in if they want to here. Uh, 750 million, 4 billion for what? Why are we paying these other countries? These these presidents are paying these countries, right? Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. One of the, the gang-ridden countries that are sending their people here. Um, he went straight into ISIS and al-Baghdadi after that, by the way. ISIS and al-Baghdadi. Oh, how yeah, how he yeah. vaporized them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, Raising Cain. You want to talk about raising Cain, uh, or do we need to go there yet, or no? He did talk about Mattis briefly. Mentioned Mattis. I mean, he, he, how Trader he was Mattis. how he was flying into Iraq in the dark. Oh yeah, he said it's like um, but he, you know, before he said about landing in Iraq, before he talked about the no lights and the uh, the all dark runway and how he made it, and he said just like uh, he turned to Sarah Palin and said just like you made it all the time with that slap shot. I thought that was kind of strange. He turned to Sarah Palin when he was talking about how he made it on the runway. And he said, just like you made it all the time with that slap shot. Sarah Palin, one of uh, our, our friends pointed out um, the, uh, the nurse with no name uh, pointed out that perhaps Sarah Palin might be a fed. Oh, 
So there's this talk about Sarah Palin having a double uh, role here in this in the show. We don't know. And all credit due to the nurse, the with, nurse no name. with no name. God, we love the nurse with no name. Great name. Um, but he did talk about before he went into that, no lights, no lights. Remember, if the light should go out, if the light should go out, he talks about a dark runway. I think he might be pointing to what if we have a power outage? No lights, close the shades, all dark and uh, go get the pilots, the best pilots in the world. He said, uh, they said he, they're, they're, um, they're good looking by the way. Correct. He, he did a, <laughs> a pure, a triangle hand. He said signal. AF1, like a pyramid. He yes. said, it's like golf, but a pyramid we know is also the Illuminati, you know, the whole pyramid. And then he talks about the dark, um, the darkness, right. And the, in the air when he's landing, I, I really think, go ahead. You have something to yeah, say. Yeah. I just basically, I go and watch the plane land. I go up and sit down Two handsome people. Everyone is a movie star. Yes. The pilots. Yes. Here we go. Cops are movie stars. Pilots are movie stars. There's people in the audience behind him. He always talk. what a good looking crowd. You guys all should be in Hollywood. Now there's a bunch of actors in this. That's what he's telling us. The computer goes 1,900, 800, 700. <laughs> and, cap and captain, I don't see an airport. Captain, where's the airport? <laughs> then the computer is 500, 400, 300, 200. There's no light. There's no lights, and we end up landing perfectly. We made it, Ron. We made it, <laughs> Ron. What is that a reference to, Ron? Because he's always was it. What, what was his brother's name? Uh, John. Oh, I. I'm... We're blanking out. Yeah. I'll look it up while you're talking, really quick. But he also, Robert. 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 Um. Uh. He. What did he also say? The fantastic. Uh, just basically, but I've never had an experience like that in my life. I think he's alluding to a blackout, rolling blackouts maybe, because he's giving us a dark runway, but the ending, the landing is okay. Mm -hmm. So he's telling us, don't worry if the light should go out. That's what I keep getting. Very good. Possibly, possibly, because he's using that as an allegory. Now, you know how he says, where do they get these people? They're so good looking, fantastic looking, he said. But then he went, Mike Lindell, not, lo not good looking. Yeah, nice looking people in Alaska. Do they have any bad people in Alaska? It's okay. Oh, yeah, Mike, Mike Lindell. Not good looking. Not good looking. Ad buying. He's a great ad buyer. And what have we been seeing from Linwood? Now, whether it's a sting or not, I don't know. I heard he owns some pig farms. I heard Mike Lindell owns some pig farms. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to bash Mike, but we got to keep our eyes open in the show. But we got to wait till the credits roll. We can't pass any judgment and we can't do any kind of analysis until the end of the movie we have to watch the whole movie wait for the credits walk out of the theater and then we'll know the ending now uh he did talk he did mention right after lindell he mentioned this word the war room well that's uh mr steve, steve bannon. bannon who mm. personally my opinion folks never liked him i see people and i can see in their eyes Something about Mr. Bannon that I don't like. He's on the hot seat right now, by the way. I saw some young uh, earlier pictures of him when he was younger. I'm like, huh, that's Steve Bannon, huh? Interesting. Well, kind <laughs> I'll of, leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that for now. We'll leave it at that for now. Uh, you know what I love? He said, I was talking to Raisin Kane. Raisin Kane, who's got a flat top. So good looking that you could set it. What do you set a drink on it or oh, something? You could eat off of it. Off of his <laughs> You could eat off of but then he said, how are you, how are you going to do this? It's going to take two years to do this in Iraq. They're taking down ISIS. And he says, no, 21 years or two years or how long is 21 years? He goes, sir, we can do it in three weeks. 
I'll hit him in the fucking center, sir. Remember what he yeah, said? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'll hit him in the left, I'll hit him in the right, and I'll hit him in the effing center. Well, I said it. Yeah. You said. know what? POTUS said it too. Yeah. He swears it's okay. Yeah. Get over it, everybody. Um, 98%. 98%. Another number here. ISIS is fighting. Why are we fighting ISIS, he said. Uh, you know, we're led by fools. Why are we fighting in the Ukraine? He's asking, he's he's pointing to the Ukraine. And, you know, a lot of them, he said, are in, um, a lot of these people, he said, are animals and not human beings. When uh, yeah, we, um, we'll knock them out in a few minutes. No, sir, they're animals. These are animals. These aren't human beings. These are animals. Because he said, he, you know, these are human beings. Do we need to really, do we need to do this? Because it's a very hard decision Yeah, he was being nice. He was like, yeah. Trump's like, these are human beings. Yes, can't they... can you just scare them? Like, you know, kind of shoot at them around them and not, you know, kind of freak them out with our air, fly over them a few times. And... Right. Would they like to surrender? <laughs> and the guy's like, no, no sir. No. They're animals. These are animals. These aren't human beings. These are animals, sir. So. Well. Bring in the Moab. And he said he had to bring in the Moab and he knocked out 100% of ISIS <laughs> in three weeks. Raisin Cane. And you know what's interesting? I looked up Raisin Cane because I keep thinking, you know, and it, there is a, uh, I guess I should, where, where are my notes about this? There is a, uh, there is a chicken franchise, like a food franchise, uh, Raising Cane. And I believe the guy who started it had a dog named Raising Cane and he named it after his dog. And he used to own a commercial fishing operation in Alaska. Uh. And POTUS, after he talked about the, you know, they didn't surrender the ISIS and the Raising Cane, he went into Conan the dog. Oh yeah, Conan. So I thought that was interesting that the Raising Cane was a chicken franchise. A guy who started it, you know, had the, um, I think he was in LA before with some kind of oil business and then he went into because uh, we do have oil refineries in la we've been down a uh, pasta la brea and la cienega so then he went to the conan the dog so there's some weird connection going on there between raising cane the name of the guy who's the general happens to be the name of the dog of the guy who owns the raising cane chain from alaska and that conan the dog so there's something going on yeah there. conan the dog gets all the credit and trump's like i never get credit for anything <laughs> But, you know, he's joking and he's not joking. He's always giving us a message. Um, I thought this was kind of funny. But then he talked about the no legs and armed soldiers again. Okay. Correct. So he's With really that highlighting that. Yeah. Yes. He's really. And, you know, God bless our veterans first, guys. Veterans first all the time. Um, it basically, he said, Abdul or Abdul is like, why do you show me my house? And I found this very interesting. He His direct quote was, you'll have to ask your wives. 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 Plural. Plural. Isn't that interesting? He, he moved on from that real quick. Um, don't do it again. You'll have to ask your wives. Now, obviously, we know that there's po uh, polygamy and the, a lot of, uh, I don't want to get into the whole child sex tra um, slave trafficking because we all know about what's going on yeah. um, with the, with this type of Abdul situation, mm -hmm. you know, and what's going on with the, with the dark forces there, but we're coming up on another little break here. So I think this is a good time to take a break. Sure. And um, your excellency, why do you send me a picture mm -hmm. of my house? Uh, <laughs> I like it when he says that and he goes, you'll have to ask your wives. Plural.
All right. So you know how we were just talking about the uh, Abdul, you mentioned how you'll have to ask your wives. Oh, the plural thing. Yeah. I think POTUS might be pointing out to the phrase, watch the wives. Oh, oh yes. Watch the wives. And really quick. Have you, have you seen James Caviezel's wife? <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know, Buck Nasty pointed it out. I I looked it up. I've seen a few wives there, uh, but but James Caviezel's wife. Yeah, yeah, she's really tall, isn't she? <laughs> You're being really nice. <laughs> I'm gonna just keep going. Okay, here. I think that should be secrets of the yeah. celebrities and stuff. <laughs> it's not. It's not a secret, folks. Um. Greatest soldiers in Alaska. He said, we have the greatest soldiers in Alaska. We have a strong military presence in Alaska. China, he talked about Bagram. And he said, I wish we had a country that was respected. Now, here's one of my favorite parts. Lisa Murkowski. Ah. Lisa Murkowski. Was a two-faced, most destructive he called her a bunch of things. But she is worse than a Democrat. She is worse than a Democrat, he said twice. But but then he said. She is a total creature of the swamp. Okay. That's my cue. Can, <laughs> can I? I have to read this to you guys. <laughs> now, he called her. He called her a total Creep. creature of the swamp. So the, the curse of the swamp creature, a swamp creature. So I looked up swamp creature. As a 1968 American made-for-television horror science fiction film, I have to not laugh while I'm doing this, directed by Larry Buchanan, and uh, we're not going to go through the whole thing, but <laughs> anyway, Buchanan was uh, making this movie, and it, it says it bears a similar uh, similarities to the 1957 film called Voodoo Woman. Now, <laughs> this plot... You got to look up a picture of Lisa Murkowski before you before you hear this. Yeah, there's... the plot to this swamp creature movie, 1968, is deep in the rural swamps of Texas. The reclusive and ruthless wife abusing mad scientist, Doctor Simon Trent, is conducting experiments in his laboratory on the local impoverished voodoo worshiping black natives in an attempt to discover the secret to reversing evolution, feeding the failures to the alligators he keeps in his covered outdoor swimming pool. Yeah. I can't believe I'm reading this. <laughs> when a party of oil surveyors, now what's up in Alaska? Uh-huh. Oil, liquid gold. When a party of oil surveyors comes upon his isolated yet strangely suburban style home, he decides to take the final step and turn the duplicitous female leader of the expedition into a grotesque and virtually indestructible amphibious fishman so that he can take his revenge upon the world. And POTUS is calling... Lisa Murkowski, <laughs> a swamp creature. 
Yeah. I don't know. I just this thought was, that was from six, 1968. Yeah, but so is she. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I mean, not that 1968 is that long ago, no. but she's, um, I think he's, I think he says these things because he's referring to some, he makes references to these old movies sometimes. You know, we all know about White Squall and we all know about all these other movies he, he's made reference to. It's quite possible. And she does kind of look and look at the transgenderism in here. Look at the inversion. Uh-huh. This person's turning a woman, a female leader, into a grotesque and indestructible fish man. Female to male. Wow. In a swimming pool. Remember? No transgender in women's sports. Windburn, the male swimmer that turned into a female and beat the female swimmer. And she, he makes the windburn. This is an alligator's bricks. Alligators, these rep- reptilian style, whatever you guys are, they're talking about. Right. Evolution. Look at all this stuff that that is in here. This is loaded. Wife abusing. I mean, come on. A conducting experiments. We just read this. You guys can go look this up. Anyway, I just had to throw that in there. Lisa Murkowski, folks. What a winner. All right. He used the word bullshit. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> um. Let's see. I have very little left on this and I'm going to hand some of this over to you. But of course, I'm here. Uh, Energy. He talked about energy, right? The 218, the puberty blockers that see, he went right from Murkowski. He went to the energy thing where we opened Anwar. It's a site. It's maybe the biggest site in the world for energy. Murkowski took it away, but we're going to get it back for you. Yes. Wildlife refuge. Yes. And um, he's talking about. Uh, he went straight into 218 pounds, the weightlifting, the weightlifting. He did go to the windburn, but he was like, you know, he does the weightlifting thing. And he talked about puberty blockers, transgenders in uh, the sports. And he talked about uh, instead of big pharma, because he talks about puberty blockers, which I reference in my article um, when he talks about the United States code. I'm not going to look it up right now, but uh, basically he was referencing how um, female genital mutilation is actually a crime. And he didn't say that, but by giving us those numbers, we decoded it last time. So please, if you're listening in the audience, go back and look at the double decode article, the latest one on the blog uh, between Snackadon and I, and you'll see the sections of the USC code that POTUS refers to when he refers to things like 118th of a second, 116th of a second. And I listed them all there. Now, Pharma, of course, is what they used, you know, to block puberty. Parents are giving their kids um, puberty blockers. Dangerous drugs, yes. Yeah, and he said that's actually illegal, and he's referencing that law. They're going to use that law. They're going to get prosecuted to so the full extent of the law. There's going to be no escape from any of this. And he's referencing to those laws, but instead of talking about pay, um, big pharma, he said they're going to crack down on big pharma, but he said they're going to crack down on pig farmers. When Republicans retake Congress, they need to crack down hard on pig farmers for giving puberty blockers and other dangerous drugs. He said pig farmers. Yes. He did not say big pharma, no. but it sounded like big pharma. Oh, yeah. It's so genius, folks. Go back and listen to it. I rewound it and listened to it with so you did I. Yeah, several yeah. times. Several times. He said pig farmers. Who was a pig farmer? <laughs> I, I hate to say it. My uh, my, my pillow. Really? Is it your pillow? Oh. I don't have a pillow from him. No, Lindell, huh? Lindell was a pig farmer. So he said Lindell's not good looking. And then he went into, instead of big pharma, he's giving us clues. Now, I don't know if he's talking about Lindell, but he could be. 
Well, the yeah, the well, pig farmers. Okay, so right now there's a there's they shut down Smithfield. All right, Smithfield is shut down. It's one of the biggest pork production companies in the United States. So let's be realistic about this here. Mm -hmm. We know how do you get rid of bodies? Ugh. Have you seen The Godfather? <laughs> Have you seen uh, <laughs> what's the other movie that? Uh, oh God, I can't stand him. I can't stand that female inversion, Brad Pitt. What's that movie he was in? Snatch. Was it? Snatch? Oh yes, Snatch is when they say how, the pig how much farmers. you can feed a the pig. pigs. Yeah. Was was Pitt in that movie? Ah, uh, yes, he was. He was. Yes, it's the same guy that did Memento. Did that movie? It wasn't Jim Jarmusch. It was somebody else. No, no, uh, Madonna's old ex, uh, Guy Ritchie. Oh, Guy Ritchie S did that movie. Snatch. Yeah. Yes. So pig farmers, folks. Um, you know, pigs will eat everything. You know, I mean, pigs can be cute and so forth, but pigs are surely not vegan. So these pigs can go through a human a human body. Quite quickly, pretty quickly according in the in the movie that the guy was, well we've yeah. seen it in movies and yes. it, it actually exists and the, this is this is used by the mob i'll tell you right now i know that it, it has it has been used wow. by by people to dispose of bodies from my work um and and it's disgusting it's like one of the most disgusting things ever um so cracking down on pig farmers so i think that's what he's talking about now he did say something interesting about i pulled that one right leon's Leon. Leon's, Leon's, I pulled that one right. Leon's. Elon. Elon. And then he said Elon, didn't he? Yes. Now, Elon, E-L-O-N, and L-E-O-N -E is only separated uh, by one letter S. He added an S to that. Mm -hmm. And um, basically said he won't buy Twitter. <laughs> he said Elon is a BS artist who won't buy Twitter. And he said, this is very interesting to me as an attorney. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he what said. What did he say? He said, I looked at his sale contract. Trump did. Yeah. He looked at Elon's, Elon's sale contract, contract for Twitter. Now, generally, when there's a sale contract between two parties that hasn't been uh, solidified and, and uh, executed, it's not of public nature. It's between the parties when there's a contract for sale, for example. I don't know. I don't know. Like this might be bigger than me because I'm not, you know, I, I'm not involved in sales of Twitter or Facebook or anything like this. Although I have been involved in large uh, commercial transactions for other things like um, property, fine art and so forth. This might be a little bit different. It's out of my league. I don't have an illegal opinion on it, but I will say this. How did POTUS take a look? I'll ask this question. How did POTUS take a look? At Elon's sale contract. Did Elon go to POTUS and say, here's my sale contract. Can you look, <laughs> look at it? Can you look it over for Can me? Can you look it over for me? <laughs> POTUS isn't a lawyer. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's he's got a lot more uh, knowledge than a lot of, he has a lot of attorneys around him. In fact, I was an attorney for one of his partners in real estate. Oh. Um, so how did POTUS see Elon's private sale contract between Twitter? Now, <laughs> I have a theory that, What's that Elon isn't really Elon. There's uh -huh. a lot of players that are playing the game here and we're seeing them on the public eye. Sure. Yeah. Maybe some of them are made deals. Maybe some of them are playing a role. You guys, nobody really knows what's going on. I'll be honest. I don't know what's going on completely. There's no way. We're just trying to figure it out as we go along. But perhaps Elon isn't really Elon. And perhaps POTUS is considering maybe... I'm just saying it. I'm just putting it out there. I know he has Truth Social 
and I've said this before, I posted something about, is Telegram the real EBS last night? And there was something in it where Q says, look to Twitter, exactly these words. My fellow Americans, the storm is upon us. We've all been waiting for this. Yes. We're not, it didn't say look to Truth Social. No. Look to Facebook. Look to Jay Leno. Look to, you know, whatever. It didn't say any kind of weird anything. It just said, look to Twitter. And Elon, the bullshit artist, <laughs> Elona, <laughs> is not buying, is not buying Twitter all of a sudden, right? Okay. Yeah. Now maybe POTUS all along, the art of the deal, is gonna swoop in since he saw this contract. Maybe it's a hint. Maybe he's gonna end up owning Twitter. Yeah. It's possible. And then we're gonna hear my fellow Americans. Anyway, go listen to yeah. last last night's telegram broadcast because I say more about it there. So hot as a pistol. <laughs> Here we True go social. Again. Yeah. Hot as a pistol. And now, Sarah Palin also yes. as well. So the two the things that are hot as a pistol is Truth Social and Sarah Palin. Now we know that Truth Social has a component of shill social. There's a lot of shillery going on over there and they're they're all penned up together and telling us who to follow. And, oh, this is, we the media, you know, they've been getting a lot of, they've been getting a lot of negative press lately. And this isn't from me. This is what I see on Telegram, on Lynn's channel, Buck's, Buck, Buck's calling them out. But perhaps there's something to this hot as a pistol, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe Sarah Palin has a role in all of this, mm. as the nurse with no name has pointed out. I see. Uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts on hot as a pistol? I, the only two times he mentioned that was with yeah, Social I, I, and Sarah Palin. That's just basically I'm keeping a watch on that quote. Okay, let's keep that. Yeah. Let's keep our eyes on that. Uh, Democrats are against God, the Constitution, our founding fathers. They cheat in elections, and uh, they're sick and sinister, evil in our country. People in our country. Do you have anything to? I, I, this is pretty much what I have. Basically, for the rest of this, yeah. So. The, uh, he said that the Remain in Mexico policy, Biden ended it. And then he went into a little bit of a recap of his speech. Sure, go ahead. We will stop the crime wave in democratic cities. We will give the police the power they need and the respect they deserve and let them do their job the way that they know how to do it. We will not take legal protection away from our police. We will restore law and order in America. We will hold China accountable for unleashing the most vicious virus that anybody has ever seen upon the world. We will protect innocent life. We will defend our constitution. We will defend the second amendment, which is under siege. And we will proudly uphold the Judeo-Christian values and principles of our nation's founding. We will restore patriotic education to our schools and we will teach our children to love their country, honor our history, and always, always, always respect our great American flag. So after that, he looks to the audience. Mm -hmm. He's like, nice shirt. Nice shirt. And I guess there was a, a guy and his mom, I think, maybe. Yes. Uh, I have a picture of it. Yeah. And basically he said, hey, why don't you come on up? And so he brought up this guy with long hair. And him and his mother had identical shirts. And it was a collage of Trump pictures all over them. And... Basically, 
Trump said, I want that shirt. I want both of them. Take those shirts off and give them to me right now. And I just found it interesting that it was a bunch of pictures of Trump and why. Um, I don't know. Um, thinking of like uh, uh, last the, the last uh, rally, he was talking about um, getting his hair plucked. Well, the hair plucking, we were talking about the movie uh, Starman, where uh, in the movie Starman, an alien Jeff Bridges comes from outer space and there's a woman who is a widow and he finds a hair of this person's a husband who passed away and from a hair from a, I actually posted a, you know, instead of me going into this, I posted a clip of this on my telegram channel from a single human hair, which I have been privy to see with a geneticist. I see. They can grow a human body. I just figured that <laughs> the, the shirts had I many you have pictures. A very of important Trump point. Yep. On it, and he's like, "I want those shirts. Give them back to me." Yes, I want both of those shirts. So, because so remember how they were looking for that hair? Yes. Very good catch. Yes. Very so, good catch. Very interesting. Or maybe he just likes the shirts, but I don't no, know. No, no. <laughs> um, I wanted to say something about the inside passage because he said, hey, let's go, uh, you know, the waters of Glacier Bay. He talked about the inside passage. Oh, yes. Okay. He. You want to go into that yeah. a little bit? Basically, he said, from Anchorage to Fairbanks, Wasilla to Juneau, from the slopes of Denali to the waters of Glacier Bay. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful place. Mm hmm and from the forests of the interior to the majestic visas of the Inside Passage. Does anybody know the Inside Passage? Anybody want to go there tonight? <laughs> what a beautiful name, the Inside. Let's go to the Inside Passage tonight, all right? Well, the Inside Passage is a coastal route for ships and boats along a network of passages um, that weaves through the islands up in the uh, Pacific Northwest and um, a lot of cruise ships and so forth. It is beautiful. Um, it is a coastal route for a lot of people that take cruises. It's about 500 miles along the Pacific Ocean, and it's got a lot of wildlife, uh, scenery, glaciers, and lush islands, and so forth. However, it is very famous for human trafficking and oh. a lot of sex slave slavery there, uh -huh. a lot of sex slavery. And it's got a history of brothels oh. um, going way far back. And there is a lot of information that I will be posting later. Um, and Homeland Security, believe it or not, this year is focusing on uh, the human trafficking that's going on in the inside passage. So I think he's, you know, they're very uh, serious about this. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of uh, indications that uh, Homeland Security uh, is looking for uh, on the National Human Trafficking Hotline um, to uh, crack down with the Alaska State Troopers uh, of the human trafficking that's going on. Do you know when he, right before he talked about the Inside Passage, yes. he said, despite great outside dangers, our yes. biggest threat remains the sick, sinister, and evil people from within our country. Yes. And then he went into right. talking about inside passage. So he's, again, he's pointing to why also our military is indeed um, there. And, you know, there's uh, people in ships that are, they're cramped in ships. They're stuffed in these ships. 
and they're victims of human trafficking, prostitution, lots of young girls up there through uh, the Canadian border as well as Alaska. So we'll talk about that some more in the blog post so we don't go into it too much here, but he is pointing to this, folks. And one last recap, the MAGA movement was was the greatest movement ever. And he said, we won all of them. We won all of them. We won every one of them. Nobody has seen anything like it. We won every one of them, all 50 plus the islands. You don't know about the islands, but the islands too. So yes, he won every state. Every state. We're going to find this out. You know, it's going to be the biggest celebration in the world for Americans and worldwide, you know, because we're the, all eyes on America, right? The, the world is watching. The world is watching. We will make America powerful, wealthy, strong, proud, 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 safe, and we will make America great again. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Snacking On, for that awesome decode and uh, analysis of what we thought was going on in the Anchorage, Alaska, July 9th, Donald J. Trump, he's still our president, rally that took place last weekend. And again, thank you to the audience for tuning in and hearing out uh, what we grab and catch from these talks. And of course, always listen to these yourself. I encourage you to listen to them either. Definitely listen to them before you listen to what we have to say. And also, you know, tune in and see what it is that you, you too can hear because POTUS likes to speak to those who can uh, hear him. And he's always giving us a message. He's always telling us something we need to hear. And, you know, this, this, uh, this time in human history is, is just so amazing. And there's just so much that's going on and I know that all of it's eventually going to be revealed but it's also very important for our our current survival um, throughout the storm and uh, if you haven't checked out uh, wonderful uh, topics and series is here on a fistful of truth like navigating the storm and surviving the storm featuring George Pittman one of my favorite patriots please do check that out because we are going through some um, we are going through some times and we're coming up on some more some more you know maybe difficult times but At the end of the day, I really believe that uh, we are all going to be very happy with the plans that God has for us working through his uh, beloved Donald J. Trump, who is bringing to us in all of these rallies, the messages of the greatness that is yet to come to America and to patriots across the world. So thank you for tuning in to this decode. Be sure to check out the article that I will be posting at some point in the next few days regarding this decode, I want to make sure that I get uh, most of it and post the links to what we talked about in this podcast this evening. You can find this podcast again on all of the platforms listed on the anchor.fm portal. And I may be also posting it on rumble in, in case there is some difficulty with the sound. I do archive it and I will be posting it on the blog. So if there's anything weird going on with the sound where it's sped up or slowed down, again, you can come back to the blog at blog and I'll post it there, but I'm not going to do that initially. So the initial place to listen to it is on anchor.fm or Spotify or the platforms where it's listed there. Also, I want to take this time to thank, there are no sponsors for the show. There are no donations uh, for the show. 
the only donation you can make is to share this podcast with somebody that you know or on your social media in order to get the word out because I rely on the listeners and you guys to share this information. Otherwise, it just gets buried. But um, I do want to thank the companies that chose to work with me. And these are companies that I previously had uh, relationships with um, through, for example, my dear beloved friend, Dr. Emoto, who worked on the technology of the company Soma Vedic. We talked about harp tonight. We talked about electromagnetic frequencies. We talked about, my goodness, being sick to your stomach. I mean, there's all sorts of things that uh, harp technology can do. But also, uh, we do know that there is such a thing as electromagnetic frequencies, radiation, cell phones give these things off, computers give these things off, my God, microwaves give these things off. And um, Soma Vedic is a device that you can put in your home and it basically creates a bubble and a shield around your home, protecting you and mitigating the effects of uh, 5G and other harmful frequencies. I have one in my home, I sleep like a baby. And also mine, mine actually structures your water. It depends on how big your home is. Um, I, have a, I have a small space that I live in, but I do have the Vedic version. I used to have the Cobalt. I have the Vedic now, and um, I really like the people at Soma Vedic. And of course, they uh, work with my beloved friend and um, rest in peace, Dr. Emoto, with whose office, um, Hero Emoto, you should check out that interview that I did with Hero. I'm working with Hero right now on some amazing stuff. And um, I can't wait to bring that to you guys as well. But you get a 10% discount if you check out um, the Soma Vedic and use the code DILARA, D-I-L-A-R-A. And also please check out Patriot-owned Navy SEAL-developed collagen that I use daily from OP2 Labs. The links are in the podcast description. You get 10% off. Again, their codes and all that good stuff is there. Um, Froggy Fuel, little packets of grass-fed collagen. The most important things in your body, number one, your body's made of water. Number two, your body is made of collagen. If you're not replacing water and collagen in your body, you're in big trouble um, because it's basically the building blocks of your physical being here while you are alive on earth. So I make sure I'm drinking clean water, structured water, and I do more than that with my water, but we'll go into that. I do have a lot of things I've, I've talked about, written about, and presented on water. You can look it up so I don't have to go into it here and bore you guys to death with more uh, information that's up to you to go research on my blog at delaraessengill.blog and on a fistful of truth.com you can find all this information everything's listed in the podcast description as well as um, the faraday bags that i use and pop my phone into and, and um, use with my electronic devices because it prevents hacking i've been hacked before guys i've been hacked in a uh, public transit ride where they got into my credit cards and somebody ordered like I forget what it was I think it was they got storage units and oh it was um what's that Chinese food Panda Express they ordered like six or seven hundred dollars worth of Panda Express on my card at one point and ever since I this is true this actually happened to me I'm like who eats six or seven hundred dollars worth of Panda Express well I do know some people that could probably down that but I don't know how this girl I think it was this girl in a, in a ride that I was with but um Either way, my Faraday bag prevents hacking, but it also prevents, um, you can go off the grid with it, and you can also prevent frequencies from uh, harmful frequencies because your cell phone's always on. So if you can't afford a Soma Vedic, please check out MOS equipment, um, Faraday bags, it's Mission Darkness. All of these links are in the podcast description, um, as well as Hemp Therapies. 
and um, all of that stuff is there. You can just find it on your own. These are not sponsors. These are products and they're not paying for this uh, podcast. They're basically offering me a discount for people um, to use. I use these things daily and also it helps pay for the costs for this podcast. Okay. Tomorrow is Sunday. Tomorrow's Sunday and I'll be um, doing some work here and I'll be busy all day tomorrow, but I'm going to be putting out spiritual Sundays. So make sure because I am reading Revelation. All I can think about is Revelation these days. It is just playing over and over in my mind because so many things happen to me during the day. And I know we are living in biblical times and we were promised this is going to be biblical and it sure indeed is. So for the love of Jesus Christ and our almighty father, God bless you patriots. Please tune in tomorrow and thank you for tuning into this podcast. Where we go one, we go all.